when I got old enough to um, um, see but my brother and sister had a different relate you know things were different from then than what so you were you were raised by who my grandma and grandpa I was 15 years old before I uh, came to uh, um, I lived with my grandma and grandpa till I was about 15 my, what happened what was what happened with mom and dad um, it was in the midst of the Depression. I was born in 1933. The Depression was on, and um, uh, my dad's business failed. He was a truck. He owned a trucking company. So, uh, and I think maybe alcohol may have had something to do with it, because. Um, um, in the early days, my mother was an alcoholic. She began to drink, and and uh, uh, but anyway, she, th I didn't want to be there, but she thought that was the best place for me. I was three years old, and uh, she, her husband and her divorced, and she had to go to work. She's worked. Uh, and in the kitchen at a college fraternity house, and she, um, uh, she, my brother and sister were set like seven and eleven, and so they could kind of take care of themselves. But you couldn't leave a three-year-old, and she and the days were long. You worked fifteen hours a day for back in the in the. This 30s. was Oklahoma City. Uh, no, they we lived in in Durant, Oklahoma. So anyway, my grandma and grandpa lived in Caddo, so I was raised in, in Caddo. But as soon as I saw my brother and sister being with my mother, then, of course, I wanted to be with her. So was I was resentful a bit. So as time went on, my resentment came, went to my mother. I was angry at her. I wanted to be with the family, and it, it didn't... Um, that wasn't happening. But when I was about 15, uh, my grandpa died, and uh, my grandmother moved to Oklahoma City to be with my Aunt Mary, and I moved to be with my sister, Josephine. And um, bless her heart, uh, uh, she was a young... So I went sort of wild. It was not... Uh, uh, so you moved, you, you moved in with your sister when you were 15? Uh-huh. You didn't know that. Huh? Mm -hmm. I, I thought maybe you didn't. Uh, because I, it was, um, I, I was hanging around with maybe the wrong crowd, and, and um, I decided at 18 uh, to move to California. And I had met this boy... Um, David, he was in the service, and I moved to California, and we got married, and that's where my adult life began. I was about 19 years so old. So you moved to California because he was based out there? No, no, no. Uh, his mother and dad lived there, but his mother and dad were wonderful people. That's where I changed faith. That's what... Uh, Prior, uh, I had looked in, uh, I mean, really, I was not a very nice person between 
as a teeny bopper. You know how Marianne had her vowels. But anyway. Uh, so you, so he was the reason you moved out there, or you just moved out there? And no, then I can't. Yeah, I moved out there to get married. He wanted to get married, and uh, how did you meet him? Um, I was working at a little um, uh, amusement kind of a thing, and where all of the army people hung out there, and uh, in Oklahoma City. Uh, no, it was we were in Arkansas. And uh, I had gone there to work the summer at this amusement place. Mm. Uh, uh, With your sister? I was 18 then. But then uh, when he uh, wanted to get married, uh, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is a way to get to, to move away. Because I really had these sad, bad feelings toward my mother. Uh, at this point, she's really drinking heavy, and it's, and it's not to... So and that's... Dad's out of the picture. Not at all. Hadn't seen him. I didn't. I don't ever remember seeing him until after I was twenty years old or so. Anyway, I went to to California, and this family took me in. They were, uh, and we became a family. And that I first had Joe, and then Gary, and then. Um, um, Then, uh, like, what happens with people that get married too young and don't, and have, but was, in that time David, though, is that's when see, I became a Catholic. When I, uh, um, his family was Catholic, and um, I started instructions. But my instructions weren't like they are today. You went for two years. You had a two-year program. And I went every Saturday, and the priests instructed me on, on. Um, um, that's how you became a Catholic, because uh, when your mother had you, she belonged to a Catholic youth group, and that's how she got you was and your dad the same way. But anyway, that's. Um, and David was in the service, so he was gone a lot. Well, when he got out of the service, uh, um, he uh, uh, it was in that was in the forties, and it was anyway. Some of those things aren't they they in and out they mm. fade yeah. a bit anyway. But uh, when uh, David and I did get a divorce, uh, he was then wasn't coming home and. Uh, his mom and dad said, "Hey, you know, it isn't going to work out." You, but they stuck by me. They, I lived with them until uh, I met uh, your grandpa, uh, James. And they helped you raise. Oh my, yes, two yes, boys, Joe and Gary. Yeah, but then when um, Jim and I got married, then uh, his Jim Carberry. How'd you meet him? your grandpa. Uh, he, um, uh, we moved to Monrovia, and how'd you, how'd you meet Jim? Uh, he was in surf station, and uh, I was uh, 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 that I, where I got my gas, mm. and he started coming over to see, and and um, we fell in love, and got married, and then we had your mother. 
eventually, your grandpa and I did divorce. I was, I, you know, when you don't prepare for marriage like you did, you your preparation for marriage was a really good one, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, you 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 uh, knew what your goals were, and you and you had a distinct relationship with God, which is. If you don't have that, uh, it's, uh, it's possible it will fail. I mean, even with relationship with God, it's it's not always it's, it's easy, not is it? It's not failproof. So, uh, so you so you were in Monrovia at this point. Three kids: uh-huh. Joe, Gary, Gary, and your mom, Jamie. Yeah. And uh, and so what? Well, I got you know I I early on I got a job with a telephone company, and the telephone company is is a it's it's a family. I mean, um, and we had a strong church family in in Monrovia. Immaculate Conception was, uh, but after Jim and I divorced, I I. my relationship with God really became stronger. Uh, I felt like such a failure. I thought, oh, so that we. I start. I took some children in for, um, but my phone company really was my. I took so those exchange students because it made me feel good to to do some good things anyway. And so you were. Uh... When you started taking in exchange students, kids were already your kids were already out of the house. Jamie, I think, was on my on my first one. Jamie was eighteen, and she was um, uh, she had all she. I think she was pregnant with you when I had my first exchange student. So she'd have been twenty six. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. You you were born late. You, you didn't. Uh, but I do remember uh, uh, J- Jamie having uh, uh, interaction with all of these students that I had. Uh, we had, uh, let's see, we had one from from uh, Finland was the first one. The second one was uh, West Germany. The third one was... Um, from Holland, from um, the Netherlands, and the fourth one was from the Philippines. And let's see, then by that time I had retired, and uh, you know th- they stay for eleven months. Mm-hmm. They they were we had a great time. What about uh, you were telling me a little bit before about the phone company? You were there your entire career. I started in nineteen fifty two. That was my, my uh, friend. and I worked for them till not to thirty seven years, wow. and um, in every department they had, there was. What you What you start doing? I started as an information operator, and then uh, I what did, was a. What did that uh, include? Uh, long distance operator, and then I went into management. I was a supervisor. And then my next phase was I was in the clerical department, and then about that time they opened the the crafts 
the men's department or where the big money was. Uh, and that's where uh, I, I, I was the first woman in that department. What kind of work? What kind of work oh, did you they, do? You, uh, I worked in central office equipment. We installed uh, equipment. Uh, but really, it sounds like a big job, but it, 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 every job you do has to be one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And almost you can work on almost any phase of any step of it. So were you out in the field or were you, were you in the uh, office? It was in, all in plant. In, inside the the uh, so it was a lot of like physical labor like you're picking oh yes all all physical and I I mean I came from the cleric department into and you had to wear steel toed shoes and Levi's and it was it was um, uh, it was interesting it was get every part of the job that I had at the telephone company, and you know they're paying for Saint Anne today. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Yeah. So you you retired after thirty seven years. After thirty seven years. And, and still. Well, still I I uh, when I first retired, I wasn't sure. Uh, you know that was the era where. Uh, we were going from electromechanical to digital, and um, digital requires fewer people to work. Whereas you could run a whole central office on five people, where in a central office with on electromechanical it took a hundred and fifteen. So. Naturally, they were they were anxious to get rid of many, as many people as, and the older persons whose in the, uh, seniority had built up over the years. They were anxious to get rid of those. So, did you were you in crafts whenever you retired? Yes. So, but um, they kept offering retirement packages, but I kept turning them down. Uh, uh, because I wasn't sure if I could make it on my own with with in with retirement pay. I wasn't. I was only. I was in my late mid fifties, and I wasn't sure that uh, um, I would be able to make it on mm. on um, uh, just retirement. I wasn't eligible for Social Security, but um, so I. I finally they offered a plan so lucrative. That I just had to take it. A big incentive bonus for retiring early. So I took it and then I went to school to find, to learn to uh, have, um, to, how to run a daycare. Mm. And I opened up a daycare. I went to, to the, the county provided uh, an opportunity to uh, um, uh Learn how to to do, run a daycare, and, and you and after you finished the course, you were certified. So it gave you a a client list that were was you could pick and choose what families you had. So after I completed the course and got my house up to uh, where it uh, uh, met the the criteria. Um, I had I I chose five 
families one at a time. Uh, uh, and it was just like having five grandkids. It was, uh, I remember you running among them, uh, John Michael and Grant and all those little kids. And uh, I, I did, I that, really So that was a little bit of... Uh, well, it, it brought in extra income to, to uh, last until my soul, so I would get... But then my sister called one day. We were... T- uh, Had you stayed pretty close with her? Oh, well, uh, later on. You know, I worked for the phone company, and, and if you work the night shift, you can get your sister on the phone and talk all night mm-hmm. long uh, if you choose to. So I would call her in the morning early, but... Uh, she, time difference we could we could chat uh, uh, so uh, I was went back on vacation uh, um, I think it was in 87 and when we were went there back to Oklahoma I come back just for a visit for a two-week visit and um, my we were across the street from her at her house you know where that is uh, and she said sue why don't you go back to California and sell your house and um, move back here? She said, the house across the street is for sale. Uh, it was the old Frederick's house. And uh, um, so I had I been making really fairly good money, and I had a little money saved. So I went back to California and put closed up my business, and I sent her uh, a deposit. She put up a deposit down on the house, and that's when we moved back to Oklahoma. You and I came. Uh, we had I had a brown truck, uh, a Mazda, and you and I made the trip back together. You never said two words. You was, never were a talker. I was two, right? Yeah, you were about four years old. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's when you. And we moved back here, and that's when your life began. So, uh, and so mom, obviously, mom moved Well, back. she decided to come with me. Her dad had moved to, um, he was still alive. He had moved to Michigan to be with his side of the family. And um, um, she, I guess she did, didn't want to be out there all by herself. But um, Joe had already married and had a new home set up in in um, Canyon Northern. Country, and Gary, uh, he was in Los Angeles with his dad, for, so it was just me and Jamie moved back. But then I, it, I guess it was in two thousand, Uncle Joe moved here. He had got a divorce. A divorce is a terrible thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Really tears people's life apart. Yeah. But it happens, and when it happens, you 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 got to make the best of. Did you uh, did you do the day, start doing the daycare thing when you got moved to Oklahoma? We did, uh, but mostly with family. I wasn't certified. Like it wasn't like. See, in California. If you're certified, you get to pick, you you can pick nice families to uh, and people that are uh, you know when you, if your clients are nice, then you get it, it makes your job a lot easier. Five kids is a lot, you know, yeah. for for especially for a 
mid fifties girl. Was uh, was that garden there whenever you moved there? Or was that something you and? No, my sister had. Uh, she used that garden to. Um, um, she used that garden to uh, uh, feed her family. You know, they don't make as much money in Oklahoma as they do in California. Um, uh, she canned all. She far, farmed in the summer and canned in the fall and ate in the winter. Uh, I really enjoyed that garden. It was fun. I'd never done that before, and I got to spend some premium time with my sister. Yeah. 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 So, You've learned a lot about your your heritage yeah, today. Yeah. So what? How how would you sum up? life since you've been in Oklahoma? Oh my gosh, I, 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 I grew closer to Jesus while not having to work, you know, or have responsibilities that makes, then you are able to devote more time to study, to understand your faith, and to, uh, although I had a really good background in, uh, uh, because like I say, when you, when you were, uh, in the old days with the Catholic Church, when you become a Catholic, they wanted you to know about your faith. They wanted you to know mostly about the Catholic Church because that's that's the focus of, of the priest. They want to... Um, uh, but it was good for me to know. And I have an inquiring mind anyway. I... I want to know what makes stuff tick, and mm. uh, so it was good for me the learn uh, uh, learning about my faith, and I was able to go to workshops and stuff that I wasn't able to do before. When you work, you know, yeah. you have a job. Yeah. yeah. So you were. I remember you always. I mean, you were always busy in the garden or or, or something super active. Yeah. Always, you would. You do walks every day. Oh, we did. We walked every day. Uh, Played bridge. Uh, our health, my health was important to me. Yeah. What anyway, were, what were some of your uh, your favorite memories with your sister? Oh my gosh! You want to know my one of my favorite memories is sitting in her uh, uh, front yard or side yard under that big pecan tree in the swing. And here we are shucking corn and solving the problems of the world. Uh, just it's soaking it up. I really enjoyed that. Uh, uh, then uh, mass on Sunday, that, that was, was one of my favorite memories. Two, we had a CCD program here. I enjoyed teaching children. I loved the, the daycare part of of. When I did that, it was like having five grandbabies hanging around. Uh, it, uh, I loved that, and a uh, uh, lot of memories of, of activities with the church, and mm. and but I didn't realize that you that I wasn't getting through to you on having an individual. I just thought everybody. Knew I. I just thought everybody knew that you had to have an individual faith. I didn't. It didn't occur to me that we may not be getting through to you on that. And then you left 
because you found it in a different leg of, of, of a different faith. Mm-hmm. But um, whatever, I guess God meant for you to be a Christian yeah. because he, uh, he took care of it. Yeah. So when, uh, so, you know, obviously I'm, you know, Marianne gets born while... Yeah, Marianne was born while here, but you were born in California, California. at Santa Teresita. Yep. Uh, that's where Shelly works. Shelly was my next door neighbor for many years, and and, uh, and that's and, where you were and born. So, uh, so you were in the set. You're in the same house, pretty much the. I mean, the entire time up until what, no, eight years ago. No, we lived in a, in a in a couple of places. Um, uh, in Oklahoma? Oh no, we only we only had this one half. When when your when your um, your aunt Jose had bought your mother's house for Robin and her family, but they weren't treating it right, and the and um, I mean it was really in bad shape when your mom got it. You remember how 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 hard we worked? Well. Uh, my sister suggested to my sister was a big influence on me. She suggested that she she's going to sell the house, and uh, would I be interested in buying it for your mother? And it just seemed like that was a good idea. That would she the uh, red duplex? Uh huh. Well, you were uh, you were living in the in the duplex that you know that the one that Tony lives in now, uh-huh. but the the one that your mom lives in that was Robin's house, uh-huh. uh, and when uh, but Aunt Jose never took her name off, uh, and when they didn't take care of it, then uh, she took it back, uh-huh. and she sold it to me. Well, I bought it for, or I put ten thousand dollars down, and uh, Susan arranged for me for uh, a contract between um, your mother and Jose mm. to um, uh, purchase it over time. Purchase it over time. But you know that little piece of property I had down in um, at Lake Home? Mm-hmm. When I sold that, I paid your mother's house off. Mm. Uh, and so because of the, she had gained so much weight and she had left Head Start she couldn't. Uh, she went to um, the welfare department. Mm-hmm. The human resource. Um, oh, she was working for them, yeah. but she just couldn't cope with the clients, and she resigned. And she was. A, she had some hard times. Boy, there was. Tough. She lived on three hundred and fifty dollars a month. That was now that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. But she used. She's very good about freebies. She knows how to how to work the system. Uh, but um, when after I paid her house off, then she did. She had things a little easier. It was better. And then Jerry helped her get uh, social security, and uh, she still has. She still has that. That's. So, so eight years ago, you moved from the house that you moved into into St. Anne's. 
Uh-huh. So what? Well, what it really wasn't that? eight. It was in 2011. Okay. Uh, uh, I, it was on the Feast of the Assumption, August 15th. I'll never forget it. Jeff helped me move in. Remember Jeff? Yeah. Oh, he was a great guy. Um, uh, and I've been there. This makes my uh, sixth year here. Uh, I, I, and it's been a godsend for me. I love it here. Mm. I love the, the people. Uh, we have a great, we have good Christian people living here. It's fun. And they cook my meals. They clean my room. Mm. They wash my dishes. <laughs> What's not to Living like? like a queen. And I get to go to Mass every day. So I have breakfast with Jesus every morning. Love it. In the, isn't that great? I love it. Yeah. So what What, what else? Yeah. So, so uh, what, I mean, what have been some of the highlights since you've been here? Oh my gosh, there's been, oh, I've had ups and downs, ups and downs. I had been here two months and I found I had breast cancer. Mm. So uh, I had my big boohoo, but I had a lot of spiritual help. We have five retired priests here, and they, uh, um, I, I remember coming. Coming up the step, up the elevator, and around the hall, down the hall, and the priest was doing his laundry, and I asked if I could talk with him, and uh, he, he sat in the hall with me, and I we talked about um, how to get through this. I mean, how traumatic it was, and how uh, uh, I I was scared. I was, uh, but. Uh, and my church family uh, uh, here at St. Anne's, they, the priest prayed for me every single day. But I had the, the tumor removed, and then I started treatment. That, and that part was not so good. Chemo. But finally got through it through chemo, radiation, and I'm still on the chemical part, the, where you take drugs or... I just finished my fifth year, and uh, I went back to the chemo doctor, and he said, you know, Sue, I think it would be a good idea if you continue the medication, he said. Because, you see, I'm getting these little skin cancers, and and um, uh, so he, he's probably right that uh, mm-hmm. I'm not real happy about it. But, <laughs> but. You seem to have... Uh, you seem to have... Just a really positive. Oh my gosh! You couldn't get through cancer if you didn't have a positive attitude. Uh, but one of the reasons why I'm able to maintain a positive attitude is the the, the spiritual life we have here. Uh, meeting with Jesus every day. Uh, uh, um, that's been my salvation, actually, uh, and so many. St. Anne's is a wonderful place. We have we have celebrations up on every occasion, on football, on <laughs> basketball, uh, uh, bingo night. Absolutely, bingo all the time. We have a celebration for every holiday, and Easter here is wonderful. It, we really have so much good stuff here. So I'm really blessed in that respect. So you you mentioned that. You know, it's easy for a lot of people to that move in here. They miss they miss their house. Obviously, they miss. Yeah, their... but you have to understand that uh, all that material stuff is 
just stuff. You you have no place to put it. It's it's uh, and believe me, once your body starts deteriorating, you're not real anxious to run the vacuum <laughs> or to. I was so glad not to have to find somebody to mow the lawn, someone to fix the water heater when it broke. Uh, um, I really appreciate the the amenities that we have here. They 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 take you to the doctor. They take you uh, anywhere you want to go. Really, uh, within reason, of course. Uh, uh, they meet almost every need. Mm-hmm. So when you you look back at you know, you're in a couple of weeks about to turn eighty four going to be 84 on the 15th. 84. So when you look back at 84 years of of life well lived and you had to you you had to pass down some wisdom to to me and Marianne. I hope so. What uh what do you what do you think what what are some some lessons learned, some pieces of advice, some well, I guess the biggest lesson that I have learned is uh, after you complete your job, as uh, and that's what life is, as a job, uh, then you can look forward to, the re- to your resurrection. I'm looking forward to an eternity with Jesus, right. and that should be... Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to that. So... Uh, I'm not ready to go, but when he calls, I'm 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 right there. Mm-hmm. So, I've uh, I've always been impressed with uh, and and admired your kind of eternal perspective, especially in the last few years. Obviously. Oh, absolutely! But let me tell you, the older you get, and you will experience this too, the older you get. The older you get, the more you realize worldly stuff is worldly. It's not, it's not what our goal is. It's not what is really important in your life. What's, what's really important? What's really important is your relationships with, with God. Because that's where eternity is. I'm going to go. You know I am. Uh, everybody does, but uh, where I'm going is to a better place. Mm-hmm. 